Okay, my little chickadees, I did uh, put this in your uh, Google Classroom. So if you go to Google Classroom, you will see the um, requirements uh, for Genius Hour. Now, yesterday, we um, put in what we accomplished last week into our digital reflection um, journal, and we also put what we wanted to accomplish this week in our digital reflection journal. So next Monday, we'll go when we have uh, Genius Hour, we will reflect on what we did this week and what we're going to do next week. Okay. So there's two things that we're putting in on Mondays. Um, this um, that I just gave to you are the requirements for actual presentation. Yes. Yes. Um, first of all, you're going to have to have a tripod board of 28 by 40 inches, and it should have your driving question clearly visible on the board. And uh, that's the question that you gave to me. Um, that's your, the basis of your uh, project. And the board should be filled with relevant pictures, graphs, and or charts and facts, um, which is going to be, <laughs> that should be fun to do. The board must include some of your reflections and a brief conclusion. Uh, there should not be a lot of empty space on your board. Consider using large letters, special fonts, different colored papers, and text, borders, etc., for your board. Part two, work cited. You must have uh, at least three sources for your research. Most were websites and at least one was a database. Consider conducting an interview with someone uh, if to add something else to your knowledge of your topic and to also add another source uh, on your work cited. If you do, in fact, talk to someone about your topic, interview anyone, make sure you know the person's name, the date, where the, um, the conversation took place so that I can help you uh, make a uh, citation for that, okay? Your works cited page must be uh, completed in MLA format and printed from our Noodle tools. Uh, your project will be graded using a rubric and you should carefully check over your project while you are working as well as before you turn it in to ensure that you have done everything possible to get the best grade. Important things to remember, you should be working on your final project and recording your thoughts in your digital journal. May 13th may seem like a long time away, but a project of this scale should take no um, take you should take you longer than a weekend. Brainstorm possible trifold board layouts and buy your trifold uh, board early. I think I'm gonna stop by the Dollar Tree today to see if I can find one for myself. Please be neat. Design and uh, design. I'm sorry. Designate a spot at home where you can store your Genius Hour material so that uh, you'll um, easily be able to find what you need when you're working. Work on your project in small chunks between now and May. You can expect to spend several days or even weeks working on this project. Plan ahead and work carefully. This should not be something to slap together on a weekend. Any questions on the trifold board? Okay, for the speech, you should begin writing your genius hour uh, speech. Uh, this speech should be no longer than five minutes. Guys, if it's one to two minutes, that's fine. Okay? But I don't want you going on and on and on past five minutes. Practice in front of a um, mirror, in front of your friends, in front of your family, and you should have three parts of your speech. Number one is the introduction. This should catch your listener's attention uh, with a hook and should be interesting, statistic, a brief uh, little story or a quote that ties what you are saying. 
uh, ties into what you're saying. Talk about your driving question. Explain why your audience should care about your topic. Lay out a roadmap of your speech with transition words first, next, then in conclusion. Um, so this is your introduction. And kind of interesting is that the next unit that we're going to go over, you'll be practicing some of these things, but in a writing format. Okay. Uh, process and content. Uh, now it's time uh, to share your experience and our findings. Tell the story of your process. How much time did you spend on your project? What would you change if you tackled this topic again? What would you keep the same? Respond to your driving question. Did you have help from anyone who helped you and how did they help you? So please make sure you mention them so you can give them the accolades and the, uh, the things that they deserve. And then the last part is your conclusion. And think about your overall experience in your project. Your conclusion should include your thoughts on how uh, you have grown throughout this experience. Uh, what did you find out about your topic and or yourself? And did your topic lead to other questions you would like to explore? Any questions on this? Okay. Again, this can be found in um, Google Classroom. If you did get a, a printout, please make sure you put your name and date on it and put it in your binder in your Genius Hour section. I have mine there already. Okay. Okay, it's election season. Yay! So, uh, this is the presidential election time. presidential election season and um, we had done something before we left for the break to try to see what the candidates, who the candidates were, and how you kind of match them and things of that nature. And now there are fewer candidates because a couple of people did drop out this past week. Um, so there are fewer candidates and um, it'll be easier now to kind of choose uh, who you think you are most like. But, but, You need to realize that during campaigns, a lot of propaganda is used. So let's look at this that I gave to you on the 21st, which is your um, campaign propaganda strategies, which would you use? Please take that out. That is what we're going to work on today. I will try to uh, also put this in um, electronically. I just don't know. Um, I'll finagle it, or one of y'all going to have to show me how to finagle it, because I only have it online. So let's look at campaign propaganda. Thank you. 
I think this is going to work for y'all. Classroom, I have put in campaign propaganda, and there is a link to the DBQ online campaign propaganda so you can see what it is that we are doing. Okay, so if you ever miss a day, you will uh, be able to see what it is that we are doing. Gentlemen, do you have a question? Yes, uh, do you think it's gonna be Biden and versus Trump? I don't know. Uh, that is a very, very good question. I really don't know. It could be Sanders. He's leading. Um, I don't know what to think right now. Um, I don't know. I know that there's some there's someone running against uh, Trump, but um, but most of the states are that have already had their their primaries are opting not to have a primary. So um, for Republicans, I mean so. It's going to be definitely be Trump on the Republican side, um, and then Democrats. Who knows? They have so they have so many. I just don't know. Okay, did we look at this ad right? Uh, this um, political cartoon on campaign propaganda. Which strategies would you use? Did we look at this yesterday? Okay. So um, basically, we have to figure out how we respond to political ads. Uh, do attack ads cause you to reject the candidate being attacked? Are the one doing the attacking? Are you pers uh, persuaded by endorsements from groups that you respect? Um, are you aware of how uh, ads try to influence you? Every election year, Americans complain bitterly about the many political ads they see over long campaign season. This mini queue is designed to take you inside the world of campaign ads to learn about the strategies candidates and their managers use to win votes. So we're going to have these documents, Mondale and Ferraro. In the 1984 election, uh, Ronald Reagan in the 1984 election, Eisenhower versus Stevenson in 52, George H.W. Bush in 1988 and 1992, Obama versus Romney in 12, and Nixon versus Humphrey in, Humphrey in 68. Okay? Okay, here's our hook exercise. Would you vote for this man? Buttons bearing a candidate's message have been in the campaign um, in the campaigning politicians' toolkit since the mid 1800s. How much can um, a button tell you about a candidate? Let's have a look. Examine each of these buttons closely. Look at both the picture and the words. Notice the expressions on the candidate's face. Think about what symbols uh, mean. Use your observations to complete the table. In the middle column, write two factual observations about each button. And in the right-hand column, make an inference. It's just something you can uh, understand because of what's there about the message the candidate is trying to send based on uh, the fact you've listed in the second column. For example, 
Reagan is with his wife. This inference is that he's a family man. Okay? So if we look at these, um, you can see these are facts here, and this is inferences. But on your paper, I believe, I don't have it typed up that way. I believe have facts and inferences separate so you can write them. So you have Teddy Roosevelt, Franklin D. Roosevelt, and Ronald Reagan. So I want two facts and two inferences. So let's look um, at our pictures here. For Teddy Roosevelt, in 1904, it says National Unity, Prosperity, Advancement. And here's old Teddy. He's got American flags here, Republican Party, 19, 1861 to 1904. To assure the continued prosperity, elect Theodore Roosevelt for president. Okay? Uh, we have gold, we have red, we have white, we have blue. Here's Franklin Roosevelt in 1944. It looks like it's more of a black and white type picture. Uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt for president. We have a V, a star. This is kind of victory. Um, this kind of um, was something they used for World War II. I thought it was Roman number five. It could be a Roman number five. Uh, I just thought it was like the victory sign they used in World War II. But it could be the Roman number five. I'm sorry? I don't know why it would be the Roman numeral. I, the reason I thought it was the victory sign for World War II because it had the star and um, also because it um, he was leading uh, the U.S. He led the U.S. to victory, the world to victory in World War II. Okay, and then we have uh, Ronald, uh, Ronald Reagan's Renew America's Strength with Great American Values. And we have a picture of Ronald Reagan and his wife, Nancy. Very handsome young man. Okay, so here are your things that you need to do. Right now, get a partner um, and write down facts that you see in each one of these and then inferences that you can make in each of these. And I'm going to give you about um, 10 minutes to do that right now so you and your partner can discuss it, facts and um, inferences. Okay, so go ahead and look at that, facts and inferences. And that is on the second page of this. It looks like um, it looks like this: facts and inferences. So make sure you fill out your facts and your inferences. Where do you find that? In your heads. Look at this. Get your partner. It says, look at these and write down facts that you can see from each one, and look at inferences that you can then um, take make inferences from each one. Okay. So fill that out right now. Please make sure your name is at the top of this page.
go to social studies. There you go. Second page. Go to the second page. Right there. So tell me about looking at this first one right here. What can, what facts can you observe from that? red, white, and blue, and gold. Um, okay, we can come back to that. Look at Franklin Roosevelt. Tell me what you see in there. Thank you. 
micro values, the strength, if they have purpose, generally those are just seem to want to Okay, so you can say, uh, I know purpose. Right, yeah. Okay. What else can you say? For Arnold Reagan, for the Book of Family Man, because they gave us that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, look at um, Teddy Roosevelt. It says to assure continued prosperity, he wants prosperity, advancement, national unity. He said, uh, it must be a prosperous um, time for America. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, because it might be like a slump because it says prosperity. Slight, small, though, no. okay. You can write that slight, small. Oh, because it goes down. <laughs> okay, not only that, but I mean, you look at it, you see, you read it between the lines, so it's saying that it doesn't really just say that it's a prosperity, 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 kind of varies. It's a time. You don't think to assure continued prosperity means they're in a prosperous time? No, I'm not saying that. It seems to me that it's not in the best possible way. Here. You're honest, too. It must be a businessman. 
He has on a suit, so it could be a businessman. Yes. Got a monocle. Got a monocle. Yes. Is he trying to make the American flags look like wings? Is he trying to do what? Make the American flags look like wings. Oh, it does kind of look like. Oh. Yeah, they're resting on his shoulders. It could be. But I do like that the America's resting on his shoulders thing. That's a good inference there. Okay. So what inferences can you make? And one is that he he might be trying to look like an angel, or that he uh, can America is resting on his shoulders. What else? Okay, excuse me. Y'all need to stop talking so you can listen. Go ahead. America feels that America deserves more prosperity on account of the fact that it doesn't say that they're in a, in a pros, what's the word? prosperous prosperous state. Okay, because he says um, prosperity. prosperity and assure continued prosperity. So that he values that. He wants us to, uh, to have prosperity. Anything else? Any other inference? Patriotic. Could be patriotic with the red, white, and blue, and the gold. As an American. Okay. Yeah. Definitely American. America. Okay, so let's look at Franklin um, um, D. Roosevelt. What, do, uh, what did you see here? What are some of the things you observed? Very serious. A serious man? Looks like a serious man. What else? Dressed really nice. Okay, nice suit. No color. No color. That's interesting. No color. That is interesting. What else? Anything? Okay, what inferences? What inferences can you make? He's what? He's kind of the opposite of Theodore Roosevelt. Kind of the opposite of Theodore Roosevelt. Okay. Opposite kind of the opposite of uh, Theodore Roosevelt, by the way, they're cousins. Um, and he uh, does not have like um, Color are a lot of wording on his, so maybe he's a very quiet man. Yeah, okay. Okay, you don't understand his purpose because he doesn't say anything. Okay, purpose is not uh, it's not understood. Anything else? Ronald Reagan. What do you see? He has a suit on. He's with his wife. They're smiling. Red, white, and blue. Renew America's strength with great American values. Positivity. Okay. Family man pos uh, has kind of a positive, does feel, feel kind of positive, doesn't it? Upbeat. Inferences. What inferences can you make? What inferences can you make? Positivity. Here's some things um, to observe here. Go back to Teddy Roosevelt. He is, uh, looks very serious. He's a Republican. The Republican Party was founded in 1861. Around the outside of the button, um, three words or phrases, national unity, prosperity, advancement. Below the picture, the button tells voters to elect uh, Roosevelt to ensure continued prosperity. And the symbols on the button include pictures of the flag and the American eagle from the Great Seal. So those are things we could observe. Some inferences we could make about Teddy Roosevelt are that Roosevelt is a very serious man. Uh, Roosevelt is a member of the party of Lincoln who kept the Union together and freed the slaves. 
Roosevelt will work to promote national unity, ensure prosperity, and advance the country. Voters should elect Roosevelt if they want the economy to stay strong, and Roosevelt is patriotic. So those are just some inferences you can make from the red, white, and blue and all the symbols that he used, uses. If we look at Franklin Roosevelt, uh, he looks very serious. Uh, the symbol on the button includes V for victory and stars, and that is from World War II. Okay? He's a, Roosevelt is a serious candidate for serious times, and voters should re-elect Roosevelt to ensure victory in World War II. Those are the inferences. He did. Yeah. He died his third term. Ronald Reagan, yeah. think that you see so in Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan uh, is smiling broadly. His wife has shown the words on the button are uh, renew America's strength with great American values. Some of the inferences you can make is Reagan is an optimistic person. He has a family man who supports family values. Uh, and the United States has become weak and has gotten away from its core beliefs is one thing. Another thing you may be able to assume from that.